On today's job board, we have discussion of the Skins game, the last dance finale, the listener question, but first, course happenings. Today's show is sponsored by Hot Dogs. Hot Dogs, whether you're starting around or hitting the turn, grab yourself a fresh, delicious hot dog. Prices and condiments vary by clubhouse. Hot Dogs, feeding golfers for over 80 years. And now, let's tee off. Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of From the Jingweeds. My name is Matt, once again, and uh, I'm alongside my partner, Dan. Dan, how you doing? Still here, still happy to be here. Nice. Uh, Let's kick this off as we usually do and just dive right in. Uh, Talk about a little bit about what we're doing on the golf course. And uh, so this week, I uh, solid tine greens, uh, top dressed them, rolled them, uh, did... um, Monday did the front side, today we did the back side, uh, got that finished up, and uh, tomorrow we'll go into mowing, no baskets for a day, kind of help spread that sand around, and uh, by uh, what it would be Thursday, I'll have the baskets back on, and uh, do you do anything particular, like when you're going to top dress, do you do anything as changing heights, or running baskets versus not running baskets, mowing on the day after. Do you have like kind of a program that you follow? So after we, we top dress, I usually will roll the next day. I don't adjust the heights at all, but next time we mow, probably at least the first time, maybe the second, just depends on how much sand's left on the surface, then we'll leave the baskets off because obviously we don't want to lay the sand down on the green. And when we talk about baskets, we talk about the baskets that collect the, the grass clippings on the, yep. on the mowers. So we'll leave those off because I don't want to collect the sand back that I just put on the green. So until we're getting to more more clippings than sand yield, we'll then we'll chuck the baskets back on. But I don't mess with the heights of cut. I leave them the same. I'll roll for a day or two just depending on how much growth we have. And then start mowing with no baskets until we get a, a good clipping yield. Then we'll put the baskets back on. Yeah. Typically those, you know, we're talking about top dressings that are super light. So right. day after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I uh, the reason why I ask is everybody's got different ways of doing it, and mine is definitely different than yours. Years ago, I had seen an article. I think it was in uh, Golf Course Management or, I don't know, Golf Dom or something like that. And I saw the article. It was uh, changing your heights as you top dress. So if I'm mowing at 100 right now and I'm going to top dress tomorrow, I'll go out there and mow at 95 the day I'm top dressing. Then I'll raise it up 10, 10. So now I'm at, no, sorry, 95. I'll raise it up 15. So I'll get back to 110. Uh-huh. I'll mow one day without baskets. The next day I'm mowing. Again, mow without baskets one day, drop at five, and then I throw the baskets back on. And then two days after that, I get back to my 100 that I started sure. with. So typically, if I do it on Monday, I'm back to those heights Friday. And probably um, no change in speed, right? No change in speed at all because the sand is working in there. Yeah. Um, now, saying that, right now I've been running Primo on the greens, uh, which is a growth regulator, stops the grass from growing vertically. So I'm running Primo right now. So this time I didn't change that. So I was at 100 and I just top dressed on top of that without mowing that day. Right. Because I'm not getting much growth. Yeah. And then up 10 
So I'm at 110 tomorrow when I mow, or 115, because I might be at 105 as my main height of cut. But anyways, the idea is that I jump up 10 to 115, mow with no baskets tomorrow, and then I'll be back down to 110 with baskets Thursday, and back to, to 105 or 100, whatever yes. my height is. That's so pretty no, sad that nobody's I gonna don't know what it is, but it's... Um, 100% sure now it's 105. So don't think that I don't know what it is. I was using the 100 as an example. It wouldn't matter. Nobody knows. Right, exactly. Nobody's playing the I, game Well, anymore. all the other turf geeks out there are like, oh, I won't mind at 85. And fucking, yeah, you, okay, great. That's funny. I mean, like, mine are set lower than yours right now, but I've got Tiff Dwarf and you've got... Right, I have 328. 328, exactly. So, like, not all heights are, are created equal, right? No, not all <laughs> turf grasses are. Mine fucking right now looks like... It's like, I always say it's like laying a basketball net down on the ground. <laughs> you can almost see the stolens run across the top of the green. Just the leaf right blades all big and fat. The surface. But they're pretty damn good 328 greens. I won't pat myself on the back, but I think they are. Oh, they're nice. And, uh, but anyway, that's kind of how I go about it. I was just wondering if there was a, you know, kind of different philosophy. Yeah. I mean, you know, not that yours is any different than mine, you know, as far as wrong or right or whatever. It's just. How we have different That's ideas a being perfect example of there's a million different ways to grow grass and by yeah. no means am I out here trying to tell anybody with the right way and the wrong way. It's just my perspective on growing it. Yeah, you're going to have a different perspective on a lot of things. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of our industry is the ability to share those ideas. Yeah, what we're true. Doing. And that's kind of what we're doing this for is to get those ideas out there and kind of just rap about bullshit. I guess that we do every day and give the golfer the eye. You know. A little bit more perspective of what those guys do that yep. look like by the time they're there, just driving around with a radio on there. That's right. You know, <laughs> driving around. You know, getting in the way. Oh, look at him. He gets to spend this whole day with his dog. That's Isn't that the asshole awesome? that made it cart path only. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the asshole that just put holes in sand on his <laughs> yeah, greens. That's right. Now they somehow play like shit, but why when I go out and put them to make sure they're okay. I'm like, oh, these are perfectly fine to plant. I mean, come on, let's get over Again. this bumpy, yeah. everything's smoothed out with sand anyway. Yeah, and typically faster. Yeah. You know, done correctly, yeah. it's done fast. I mean, obviously, you know, burying the things in sand, but, you know, you put a nice little dust on there, that's going to help speed up the ball. Oh, yeah. Stop. Stop, you know, I guess, overthinking it when you look down at it and see sand and go, oh, they're sanded. These are going to be awful. Yeah. It's all in your head. Yeah. All I mean, in your you got to get over the aesthetics. Yeah. So um, as far as anything else that's going on in the golf course, um, I'm going to start spraying my herbicide at a third of the rate, kind of give it the slow kill. Uh, so I'm going to start doing that. I sprayed the range tea in those couple of plots I talked about. I did that a week ago no sorry two weeks ago yesterday and i'm liking what i'm seeing so i'm gonna go ahead and start the whole process tomorrow and hopefully have it sprayed out by monday depending on how much golf i get yeah. well you know if i can stay ahead more then i'll get more done but i got the weekend off this weekend and i don't feel like going in <sighs> so up, soak those bunions yeah well he here's he who gets every weekend off and some of us have to work single. on weekends yeah every single that's hey not every single. It's a nice thing i know but way more than i get yeah fair enough. but anyways i'm not gonna go on this weekend and spray but if it is only a tank so when you're talking about spraying why don't you give it what are, what are you talking about when you're saying you're going out to spray out i'm gonna go spray my herbicide and that's it's gonna kill the ryegrass or yeah. Yeah, it's going to eventually kill it, but it's going to put on a nice slow yeah. dying effect. 
like I said, I'm seeing two weeks yesterday, and it just, in my eyes, it's yellowed out. I guarantee I'm the only one that sees it. Uh, I had a outside service guy come up to me the other day. I was hitting balls on the range after work, getting the game dialed, dialed. Feeling yeah. good? Yeah. Oh, no, almost through the seven iron. And I never throw clubs and almost <laughs> through the seven iron. Uh, had an outside service guy come out there. He was picking up the baskets on the range. And he says, oh, so when's the Bermuda coming? When's that going to start growing? And I was standing, we were hitting balls from the section that I sprayed out. And I looked down, I said, see all that green grass? And he's like, yeah. I said, it's all Bermuda grass. Oh, oh, okay. I thought, I thought this was going to be way later, way later. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's all in there, you yeah. know? So it's good to see that he doesn't even know that it's Bermuda and it's transitioning. And yeah. right now I had a conversation with another superintendent, how right now, and I'm sure you can say it too, Everything's looking pretty good, pretty positive about the whole transition, what's going on. No, nope. We've already and, talked about uh, this last week. You're feeling, you were in stage one. Fuck. You're feeling good. Yeah. Your and and then it yet. was, nope. And in the conversation, it was a, nah, I've been doing this too long. I know. Yeah. June's coming. I'm telling June's you. June's coming. I've <sighs> so, spent so many days kicking around the rye. Like, dude, this is going to be great. And then uh. I'll... It'll come mid-June, June 15th, the day you close for verification. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, where the fuck yeah. is all that Bermuda grass? Hey, but the plan is next is once I get it sprayed, I'll let it die off a bit and then verticut the piss out of it and fertilize it like hell. Yeah. You know, that's that's the game plan. And what happens? Then just stay up on top of it. Run the aerovator, then I'm running sand on the fairways. That'll start. I'm going to order it. All the sand coming here probably next week or the following week, start of first of June, and you know rates drop, so it kind of gives me that little extra incentive of like, all right, now it's real go time. This yeah. is the cheapest we're going to be for the rest of the summer, and uh, the golfer needs to understand that, you know, we don't close to get any of these you know things done at any time. So sorry, this is summer, summer golf. Um, so I'm ready to do it though, ready to get it going because you know how it is the summer. You know, you barely, you think you just finished the whole project for the whole summer. And then, oh, so we oversee it in three weeks. That's great. Exactly. You know, it's just, it's you a crazy cycle. No time for come up, no time to come up for air in the summer. No. It seems like once, once it starts, it's like, just hold It just on. goes by so fast. Yeah. You know, where'd you, where to go? Um, so what do you got going on? That's pretty much all I got for my place. Closed 18 holes. Yes, you Monday. Did. So we, we started air fine greens. We're pulling cores on the greens, so I got that process going. I'm, I'm, I went out with two different herbicides, one on the front, one in the back, both at a third of a rate. So I'm basically going to go a third of the rate of that product. Then the next week I'm going to fur it at a half pound, and then I'm going to okay. go a third of a rate furt and just kind of see that slow transition, uh, and see if it's even different if I just go and whack it with a full rate. Okay. So just kind of test it as far as just for a playability standpoint for my members. And obviously I don't have to do that because I'm closed. But if I can use that, you know, going forward on the open golf course, then, yeah. uh, you know, I, I do like that slow kill. I feel like with, you know, I haven't used one of the herbicides in the past, but if you can stunt the ryegrass and still keep it playable and then feed that Bermuda, I guess is my philosophy. Yes. And yep. that may, you know, with that application of herbicide, the, the ryegrass is probably not doing anything. Yep. Then they were doing, you know, they were going to continue to keep the playability the same while we're at the same time they're bringing us filling in. So that's kind of my, the idea 
whether it works or not, I don't know. We'll see. I think we've kind of had this discussion in the past. You know, it's like we, we live in a place where there's like 200 golf courses and guys that have been transitioning golf courses for years. And, and the reality is there's no right answer. Right. Nobody has the right answer. Yep. And so it's it's crazy. It just for me to think like that we have all this knowledge and and we still can't like unlock this Rubik's cubes. It's insane. Yeah. You know? is it, that tells you, is it even possible to really, right. you know, and I mean, there are definitely golf courses out here that are transitioning really, really good. Sure. Um, but, you know, those are different implications, you know, implements put into it more money. I mean, we're talking about it. soil quality, water quality, turf grass quality. If you got common, you got 419, you got 328. What right. do you, you know, there's so many factors going into that transition, but like, I, I think the point was like, there, there is no right answer. You can go full rate and knock it all out, or do you go a third rate? Or you know, and we're not. I'm not the first guy to try this. I'm right, not yeah. be the last. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, you got it from somebody else at some point. Yeah, you know? like you just look around, you listen to what guys are doing, and you, and you just. That's why I'm trying two products. Yeah, one's cheaper than the other. It's like if this does the same as that. So what I'm hearing is this is a different plan than last year. Yeah. And 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 basically I was going off the weather too. Last year, it's always been on a date last year. I'm going to close May 15th. I'm going to spray out two weeks prior because by the time it gets to May 15th, it's going to be dead. Yeah. Um, you know, I've kind of, I got nipped last year. So now I'm going to based on weather. We've obviously had a very warm May. Yeah. So, May, you know, I'm just ready to go and get like, just start testing it out. Yeah. I don't um, think any, the reality is I don't think anything matters until we get the heat, humidity, right? Like yeah. heat and humidity. If we don't have humidity, it doesn't matter. I, I just don't think it matters as much. Yeah. I uh, mean, yeah, you can keep throwing things at it, but in reality, it's not going to grow. You know, yeah. it doesn't really get grown until right. we get to the monsoon season. And those are so hit or miss. Right. You know, other than it seems they hit nowadays right at overseed. Oh, I you know. know. It's been doesn't it seem like it's been pushing further and further? Yeah. Not to get straight, like I, we're gonna look good on August first. Yeah, I can guarantee that because we have whether when I started transition with twenty five percent Bermuda grass in the fairways or sixty percent. Like come August one, we're gonna be in pretty good shape. Yeah, and I just got to keep that in mind no matter what we do. I definitely I'm not saying there's nothing we can't do to help each other, help ourselves. Like, yeah, I, I do think spraying out is a good thing. Uh, but like there's some things you can't control and that's the, that's weather. Yep. Right. For sure. It's gotta be on our side. Yeah. It definitely has to be. It's just, it's the same thing when we overseed, you know, everybody had a great overseed for the most part this year. I didn't hear any early. Yeah. If you went early, but even those guys came around because the weather was so perfect. Yeah. Well, you remember, know, I mean, lots I, of rain I, doing two. I had that, that second one. It took an extra week, you know? Yeah. So there but, was some panic, but you know what? And I've always seen the the golf courses that are slower on the initial take. Yeah. Tend to usually do better in the season. So who knows? Yeah. And that's true. You do see really good ones. And it's like, wow, that guy, you know, was struggling. I remember that, you know, yeah. coming out of overseed. But I mean, the place looks great now. And again, that's weather related, you know. In you time. Can, yeah, for sure. 300 pounds. 300 pounds is going to look like 700 pounds is going to look like a thousand pounds on January 1st. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy, but, um, back to, uh, your golf course. I know you got that thing closed. Uh, so air fine greens. Yeah. For, we pull you know, we, we finished air fine greens. We did front nine the other day or Monday back nine, Tuesday. 
we're going to go into airfine t's and approaches uh and then we'll we'll run the air fire over the fairway right right behind that we'll top dress so okay you pulling cores in the fairways we're going to pull cores and then chuck yeah we'll chuck sand on top and we'll aggravate on top of that and drag it in for a day okay and right now we also got the aggravator going in the rough just trying to punch holes as much as possible so just a ton ton of stuff going on yeah a ton of stuff and then you got to take care of the other one and still got to set up the other one make sure every all the you know we still still got a full membership in this year it's been obviously we've talked about in the past but it's been busy yeah and i mean we were checked out 150 golf course golfers today which on a day would usually put out 40 right um do you change your crew you know you got the two crews typically they're all on one one you know a certain guy is on that course that's his golf course then no we we make you rotate them all yeah the time. i don't have an, i don't my okay. crew size is not big enough to be able to just separate. okay in any wells we had guys that were on each and yeah. that i think have since has changed too but yeah i we just uh and i think that's useful so everybody knows the whole entire property right yeah. you know in case you do have that day where you need to move a couple guys it's not like putting a new guy's gonna go learn the property yeah right he's off there go to seven and he's of course, going to be on 16. He probably knows yeah. what 7 is, <laughs> exactly. but he can for surely use the excuse. <laughs> I didn't know which way 7 was. I don't know. Probably just get on the car path and follow the sign yeah. forward. It's pretty simple. But, uh, you know, they're always looking for ways to slow it down a bit. Oh, but, yeah. hey, I don't blame them. You know, uh, they don't get paid very much. So, whatever. I don't get I don't get too pissy over that stuff unless it's the same guy all the time. You know, I let it pass, pass once. But so, but do you take now on the you know you maybe grab a guy or maybe just numbers wise have you changed that up as far as the guys that go that set the golf course is fewer now because you have so much work going on. We try to keep it status quo. We're going to keep it status quo moving forward. Like all the maintenance practice on on the open golf course is going to remain the same, and while we continue, you know. Days we're not doing the fairways, tees, and approaches. We'll do more heavy projects on the on the closed golf okay. course, but and still not, you know, keep the same playability on yeah. the golf course. I've uh, I guess one little thing that we kind of picked up a couple weeks ago just to try and save on the labor because I have such a small crew. And then on Thursdays, um, is the day where the guys that are going to work the weekend they have that day off, and so just to try and save a guy, we've now been for a month not changing cups on Thursday. Um, it's not one of our busier days. Uh, so it wor- it helps out. And I mean, now no one's hands going in the cup. The thing's fine. Yeah. You know, I just worry days. about the traffic around the hole on a right. real busy day. Yeah. But um, for the most part, they're fine. And it helps save me a guy to go do something else, you know, that we were, you know, losing four and a half, four hours. To... Probably haven't had one comment about it, right? No, never yeah. once. Nope. All I do is I get in, in the GPS. I can run the GPS for the carts from my phone, from the app. And I just change the pin location back to the day before. And I don't, no one has to even know because yeah. it's on the GPS. So that helps as well that I can just control it. Um, so that's pretty much, is that all you got going yeah, on it's there? It's as boring as it can get, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, yeah, it's that time of year. You know, we're just, well, it's not boring. It's informative yeah. to the person that has yeah. no idea what we do it sounds boring to us because it just is it's a zombie mode right now it's just you go in 
It is much done. I don't know how I got that much done today, but it got done. Sweet. We'll be back tomorrow. Well, These to are kind the of the best because they're like, oh, so we're done. Like, yeah. Who's, <laughs> yeah. Who's done already? We just got to get started. Yeah, those yeah. Are... Um, I know that you um, tried something new for the first time, air frying your greens this year, uh, running your sweeper straight across. Yeah. Is this the first year that you did that? Yeah. So we got these smaller vacs and just, we're talking about minimal, like this crew size is just not that big. So I just, I it was closed. So I, I mean, that golf course is closed. So any like extra damage from the, the brush on the, on the vac, I wasn't really worried about, yeah. you know, or if there was a desiccation to the trivialis on the greens, I don't really care because I'm closed and I want to get rid of it yeah. anyway. So I just sent it across and I don't see any more damage. Yeah, from the sweeper, it cleaned it up. It went from you know four or five guys cleaning plugs off to this one guy running the sweeper. I would I would just sweep half the greens of the plugs. We go dump it in some area that you know is thin or needs some. Mm-hmm. I would just go put it right on the golf course, and then so that way the weight of the machine's not too heavy. Like I said, it's a smaller vac, so it's yeah. not heavy to start. I saw the and video it of it. Awesome. it looked it looked like it worked awesome. Yeah. No plugs everywhere. You know, you get the guy. Yeah. If you're blowing you, it, they in the bunkers. Or it's oh, just, yeah. The guys with scoop shovels out there all day, and it just yeah. it takes forever. It it was I, nice. Yeah. I have one of those little boxes that drags the plugs you yeah. know, behind the uh, air fire. And that I got, I borrowed one two years ago, and then I bought one last year. And that's helped tremendous. But, man, if I had one of those small vacuums, I would not think. So I've got one of those. That's what I've used. The boxes that drug it across, that's what I've used every year. But it's like, now i got four or five guys out there scooping that up into a a Blowing everything that wasn't hit. Why? I I don't know. I guess the concern for the sweeper was the weight of the The machine. But we got to run a top dresser across the thing with full sand. Exactly. And And you're going to be rolling it anyways. You're going to be a couple times. Yeah, and I don't know if I would have done it if I was closed, if I wasn't closed, you know, because of that traffic. But that sweeper can't be any heavier than a load of sand sand on a top dresser or a spray rig with 175 gallons of of juice in it. Like, I don't know. And I've seen no ill effects. If it dings the trivialis, then so what? Like, I'm trying to get rid of it anyway. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, that's probably, part of the air firing process. You hope that you every kill a time bunch from of it too. On. Yeah. I I saw the video. Like I said, I saw the video of it, and I was like, okay, that's that definitely works. And I mean, Toro makes, or they both make those machines that you know. I forget what they call the core harvesters. Yeah. You know that you can drive. We had one at Highlands, yeah, and right. we drive that across, and that's a you know a workman plus this machine pulled sure. on a trailer, same weight. Yeah. Uh, Shit, I thought it worked awesome though. But I mean, there's another idea if you're bent. afraid to do it. Swing it. Yeah. If you had bent if you got bent grass greens, I probably I wouldn't know go do that. <laughs> you know what else uh-huh. did that the brush on the sweeper uh drug some of the sand back in. Oh nice. Right. That out yeah. of the plugs. Yeah. Nice. So that there you go. A two for one. It was pretty nice. Nice. And one dude. Did you have one guy one maybe guy. blow behind it? Just uh, to clean off whatever. I mean yeah, he had like Probably six, nothing six plugs to blow off. It was yeah. nothing. And the, now I don't have any plugs in my bunkers. And, and like I said, I've saved four guys yeah. scooping plugs, driving back to the shop, dumping plugs. I mean. Yeah, it's nice. You got most of your green complexes are pretty easy to get on and off to. Yeah, so that helps. Yeah, I got nothing huge. crazy. Yeah. Mine would be the same. So, but yeah, I don't, I've seen some golf course, no way. 
<laughs> you know, oh, yeah, for sure. Where you can barely get the air fired out, man. <laughs> Never mind driving shit with a trailer. So, well, uh, that's pretty much it for going on the golf course. We'll uh, jump on to the next uh, subject here. Let's uh, let's tackle the snooze fest that was on Sunday. Was that yeah? Was that nappy that. time? Nappy time about to golf balls. as the background sound. <laughs> um, so good to see sports back on something. You know, it obviously had us everybody tuned in. Just very anticlimactic within three holes. Here's a realization I think golf might come to after this. No, they were the only show on TV. It was four guys hit a shot. We watched five commercials. Four guys hit a shot. We watched five commercials. There's not really that back and forth we're looking for that you would think of. Um, They obviously could sell that spot, but they're the only thing on TV. But you realize how really boring golf would be if you just follow followed one I mean, group even, like think about the phil and tiger match yeah like, nobody walked away with like that was incredible yeah because it's sure. the same thing there's there's too much fluff time in between and when they're mic'd up i don't think you really get the real side no this is super boring yeah because i think they know that they you know and they have images they, yeah. they got to protect that there's a lot of money out there that's sure they're wearing and carrying that was cool to watch them carry uh, another thing I took away from it, the, I thought like with this whole pin thing, like, what are we doing with the cups? What are we doing with the pins? They had a dude following them yeah. the whole time. And he was the only one that touched it. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him keep it in. We're all yeah. forced to do it. Upside down cup. You know, upside down, play it the way, you know, we'll I'm just trying to think things to make it more like us Relatable. out there. Uh, I think the next one with an, you know, they're athletes and they're probably great golfers. Brady and uh, forehead guy are going to join Tiger and, this guy. and Phil. It's because he's from Indianapolis, huh? Well, no, he's not from Indianapolis. Oh, I know. But... Louisiana boy. Uh, no, he's a good dude. It's just, yeah, rivalry. Didn't like him. Didn't like him because the team, uh, the guy with the forehead, <laughs> you know, the big forehead guy. This is Papa John's guy. I don't know. But um, it's got a brother. And a, and a dad that's apparently played his pretty brother. Well. You're gonna yeah. call it his brother too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, couldn't like him either. He beat well, the he, pa- took... he beat the Pats twice. That's what so, I'm saying. So hey, he's even worse, good dude. All right. Anyways, a little bit more personality away from protecting their image of golf. Yeah. Um, now they definitely have images or whatever, but I think they there's just a little bit more freedom. You know, uh, they'll be a little more trash. I think that's their nature. You know, I've never heard Dustin Johnson get on and rip on somebody. Kepka would have been great. Patrick Reed probably would have been great. Um, definitely throw in one of those Europeans. They like to run. Well, Rory was there, but he's, he's too much of a yeah, got that image. A little bit lower. You know, guys, yeah. I think characters would have been really good. I think something like uh, Poulter. Would have so exactly, but yeah. you would have watched because he would have ran it and probably pissed you off. But why weren't there four or five other groups out there? Is it you Pat know, Perez? Bunch of ladies, you know, a couple of other maybe athlete groups, you know, some actors or whatever. It's gonna it's there to raise money and it raised a shitload of money. Yeah. So got that part done. What I saw as a viewer was nothing that made me go. I want to go out there and golf. Like they like want to say, because it's hard it's to there. sell a sport with. I mean, like 
it's just there's too much fluff time. And I think that's probably why the skins game doesn't exist anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Because watching four dudes golf, it's just, it's not, there's not enough drama because it takes so long between shots. I mean, each each hole can take 15 or 20 minutes, right? Like, but when you're watching a full tournament, you can flash to whoever who's seven over, right. but he just made an ace. Or, so there's still excitement involved. Exactly. You can flash yeah, on the it course. Just moves, moves, but these moves. It's just like, all right, they hit their shot, and now they're going to walk. So we're going to go to five minutes of commercial. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're, Maybe we'll interview them awful. and have to yeah, do it from 10 feet away and then tell us every time that they're here, social distancing. And, you know, I get it. That's what it's for. So we got to keep on talking about it. But again, it just didn't. It didn't no, work. I agree. And um, I think the same thing is going to happen with this Woods, Phil. It's just, there's not enough golf. There's not enough action like, yeah. to keep it, keep you involved. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. But I guess you, I'm, I'm going to tune in. Well, um, yeah, you will. How about the golf course, though? You know, apparently everybody's first look at Seminole. That's the first time I've ever seen it other, in yeah. pic- other than in pictures. Uh, looked badass. Um, Which there's 160 shit. something bunkers, 162 bunkers, I believe. They looked hard as shit. Yeah, I mean, I would have shot 2,000 on that See? thing. Oh, that golf course, looked yeah, brutal. Um, but it was in good shape, and it, you know, it was nice. I think they're going to have maybe what's the um, what's the Ryder Cup for the junior players called? I think that's going to be there. All right. Uh, yeah. Nice. So they were talking about that. So at least we'll get to, we'll see that on real TV, you know, at some point when they play that. But golf course was pretty good. Looked hard as shit. Was it Rory one on closest to the pin on the last hole? So big ups to Rory. Thanks. Thanks guys for raising all the money, but God, I just wish it was a little bit better of an event. I see sports back in general. Yeah. We need a, a team game, you know. So last dance just finished. Um, I thought it was awesome. It was just good. I think that kind of sports did me better because it was old clips, bright down memory lane the yeah. whole time. Uh, a lot of things I forgot. Uh, obviously, you know, I have had a little bit of a love affair. Wanted the Pacers to win. That team <laughs> was loaded. And I was oh, yeah. telling my wife, I was like, that team right there would crush any team playing today now granted the rules are different yeah you know i get that part of it so would those dudes beat the warriors that can stand out at half court and just drain balls all day when they can't you know you can't come through the middle there's no hand checking all yeah that. it's funny but anyways it was, there were beasts on that fucking team think about what michael jordan set like a halftime record of threes like five in the playoffs or something yeah. nba record yeah exactly <laughs> it was like steph curry and that in five the first five minutes of the game yeah so it, it was cool to watch that uh but seeing those old dudes you know bird was a coach then of the pacers so that's why i really wanted to see him coach one in um still so, had to go down and give congrats to michael oh i know <laughs> that was great <laughs> fuck you bitch. yeah Fuck you, you bitch. That's what he says. And they like pat each other. See you later. Um, another thing that I thought was weird. How about, you know, they play the Jazz. The Bulls beat the Jazz. They made Stockton and Malone sit on a table, basically, and wait till Jordan came walking out to shake his hands. Do you think that was done by the production crew of The Last Dance? 
Like this is all for it's no. all for Jordan. Like you, the whole thing. I don't know if they had that foresight. Do you? I don't know. You don't think? I mean, that's, I mean, it was a full-on production that sat in the back rooms at ESPN yeah. forever. Yeah. You know, what is it? Adam Silver and was the leader of this because he was the leader of the, like marketing or film production or something with the NBA before he was a commissioner. I mean, he had some job that he got together with Jordan, and they're the ones that put this together. And they couldn't release it unless each one of them signed off on this. So this shit sat in the back room. Adam Silver moves his way up, and here we are, you know. Now we're going to release it years later. And it worked out, you know, shitty that it was COVID that pushed it forward. It was supposed to happen now. I think, yeah, in between yeah. playoffs. Playoffs, finals, yeah. Like every other day. Yeah. So we got to see it because of that, and I just think it was really cool. But some things like that, it was like, wonder if this stuff was thrown in the production of all of this. Because who in the world would sit there on a table like two bumps <laughs> on a log waiting for him to come out and not even say anything? You know, it was no conversation. Yeah. I and mean, those dudes just lost a heartbreaker. Yeah. You know? And, hey, man, good game, good game. You know, and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, you could see it on their face. Fuck this. Why are we sitting here? Oh, that's brutal. So I thought that was that was one of the interesting things I thought that happened it kind of caught me and i looked at the wife i was like you think that's produced that way to make those two sit there because there's no way today well actually i think today they would because they're all buddies yeah it's a weird i don't know i don't even think carl malone has love for michael jordan anymore anyway no no it's i saw horace grant apparently says that 90 percent of what jordan said was bullshit really yeah Really? Well, sour grapes? Cut. You know, really yeah. sour grapes? I mean, you think Jordan would come out with this thing or sit on a couch and, and be interviewed and talk about it after they made it this many years ago? You know, 12 years ago, this thing was, you know, yeah. being filmed. And now he's going to get on and talk about how it was, I'm going to lie about everything? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So... You know, all this stuff is coming out. Boom. And here's the question I wanted to ask you. I told you I was going to bring something up. And I'll start with, how much of a basketball fan were you growing up, like, watching those dudes? I mean, I was pretty young. So yeah. Did you watch, like, an era that, or were you just kind of more of the hockey football fan? See, I... Well, I was, I'm a Bulls fan, still am today. I'll still watch the Bulls, but they're so trash, and they yeah. have been since. It's like it's hard to watch. Yeah. You know, it's hard to get excited about. I mean, there's Derrick Rose years. There's years when I was like out of the country and couldn't follow. So, I mean, it's hard to follow the Bulls. They after Jordan left, after that team broke up, they fucking sucked. Oh <laughs> yeah, they did. And it yeah, was they a did. long time. At the, so did you see like, the end of it? You know, the end of the last dance, they show what happened the next year and all the dudes that get traded yeah. and go on. You know, and it's that was like, the end. holy shit. And they've shit. been trashed since. And it's just so I mean, it's not like a I wanna like watch the Bulls. Well, yeah, when Chicago sports are good, things are good in yeah, sports. They keep messing it up. So I mean, I would watch the Bulls. I wouldn't say I was a hardcore follower of the NBA or at that yeah. time. It just wasn't interesting to me. Yeah. Because they sucked so bad. The, the question that seemed to be started bouncing around, obviously the Jordan and LeBron comparison is, I mean, through the roof now. Because yeah. this thing comes out and a lot of people, a lot of kids 
just got to see who really LeBron has been compared to forever. Yeah. And guys in my era are like, LeBron's trash compared to what Jordan was. And I think I was reminded as an all-around player and a teammate and someone you want to you want there and be on his team. Jordan blows LeBron away, in my opinion. I think LeBron is self-centered. It's all for himself. Now, I agree, yeah. Jordan is self-centered. It was all for yeah. him. But he knew what to do, and he knew he needed parts to make him right. as big as he is. Right. I think LeBron just wants to be LeBron and his crew that, you know, his agent and those guys. And that's who they want to protect. And that's it. So he puts on this persona of this, you know, nice guy and going to be friends with everybody in the league. Or is that the generation that it's going down? Let me get off that high horse of what I think of between them. The question is, do you have a top five NBA players of all time? This is kind of a question that was, I think, spun out of watching all these older dudes play. When there's nothing else and you just start comparison, then you see on the TV, up comes Steph Curry and he starts talking yeah. about how Jordan influenced him. LeBron does the same thing. Then you start talking. You see these other dudes that also played. Do you have a top five? I mean, I maybe favorites to, or do you think obviously best ever? Jordan won. I remember watching Reggie Miller as a kid. Like, I remember well, like Penny Hardaway. I used to love watching that guy. I had his hat. Yeah. I mean, I, just kid, I remember this one cent hat. It's a pretty hard way. Oh, shit. Remember Little Penny? Little Penny on the commercials? Yeah. That was great. That was Chris Rock, right? Yeah. Chris Rock did that. Um, I mean, I don't know the greatest. Obviously, I mean, I'd have to think about it, but like Jordan won, obviously, I, he's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. David Robinson was unbelievable watching him as a kid. Charles Barkley was incredible. Yeah. You know, just those are dudes I remember watching growing up that were unbelievable. And then yeah. obviously, I had Kobe right away, and they I watched Kobe yeah. grow up. You yeah. know, so he was Kobe, unbelievable. Shaq, unbelievable. Yeah, so many. But so I guess I don't know if I have a real top five. The real top five, that. yeah. Because uh, a buddy of mine texted to me. Uh, it was ESPN's article, and he had just said, "He said, hey, this sounds. This article was. They must have been listening to us." At Four Peaks, drinking <laughs> beers and arguing over who is the best players of all yeah. time. So, yes, well, I'll, my list, I'd give more like a starting five. Kareem at center. Uh, Russell, I'd move him over to the power forward. Bird as a shooting guard or shooting forward. And then uh, Magic, Magic as the shooting guard and then or the point guard in Jordan yeah. as a shooting guard. That would be probably my top five all time. Obviously, it's that era a little bit, you know, that I grew up with. Russell, I can't deny him. I watched Kareem. Uh, Russell, I mean, the guy's draping with rings and championships yeah. uh, from high school through college all the way up. Uh, so, best defender. You need defense on that team. That dude shut anybody in the league down. You know, he's just a machine. But. Obviously, the love of Bird, Magic, respect the hell out of him. I uh, hated watching him because he was good. Yeah. Uh, and he was on the rival. Hated the, hate the Lakers. Hate him today. Uh, so that probably doesn't help my feelings about well, LeBron because he wears that jersey now. Yeah. But what about uh, Kobe? 
Kobe did not like him while he played. Uh, he's kind of like the Derek Jeter. Uh, I feel like you know, it's gonna couldn't break. stand them, but the minute he retired, it was. I think thank you. His for story is going to be that. written pretty much the same as Jordan, where he was just a savage teammate, was going to do any anything yep. and everything it took to win, and he didn't care who you were. He was going to break you down to make sure you're like you were mentally fit for yeah. when shit got hit the fan. Yeah. So I, I mean, he's got to be argued in the top ten, fifteen for sure, all time. Fifteen? People would probably put like three. I don't know. You got it all time. He's a pretty good player, man. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see. Shaq. Well, Shaq's good. number ten. Here's the top Decent. ten from ESPN's poll, or whatever it is that they did. We got Shaq at ten, Kobe at nine. Uh, Nailed that. Timmy Duncan. Absolutely. Super you know shy. why was why is he not on everybody's immediate list because he kept his mouth shut played and just San played. Antonio. Uh, and Bird at seven, uh, Will at six, Russell, oh, sorry. Yeah, Will at six, Magic five, Russell four, Kareem three, LeBron two, Jordan one. So, I mean, I I think that's fair. That's for sure. I think Kobe's higher than nine, but. Yeah, it's a generation that you grew up in. Yeah, and I'm not even a Lakers fan. No, I know, but I mean, he was the best player stud. when he played, yeah. for sure. You know, but I think this this just highlights how really good Michael Jordan was. Yeah, like far and away, head and shoulders, the best player in the that's ever played. Yeah, I think that's easy to say. Um, but, anyways, there's a little bit of talk on some normal sports. My favorite part of that documentary is it looked like they're in Hawaii. And uh, Amad Rashad is like at the desk and turns to Michael and goes, hey, Michael, like, uh, who would get the final shot? And Michael looks at him like, are you fucking me? <laughs> yeah. That's a dumb question. And then just walks off with the sticks yeah. to the golf course. Like, <laughs> you, know, it was, you know, it was great speaking golf. At the very end of it, they win the championship in 98 in Utah. And he's walking outside the stadium, smoking a cigar, holding the thing, holding the trophy. And he says, uh, he's like, I like this out west. It's still light out. He goes, I may be able to get 18 in. (laughs) (laughs) He loves golf. Oh, yeah, loves it. It's the best Uh, game. So throw his ass on the weekend's deal. You know, get another group. You know, they could easily get two more pros. I mean, you're missing. You're probably, you need four groups out there, I think. For sure. The one group, it's, I I mean, I. I might be wrong, but I'm going to call it now that 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 Phil and Tiger and it's going to fall just as flat as the Skins game. It's just not enough content to keep you yeah entertained. So pre-record it and play it to me later. All the golf shots. Yeah, but the thing, my head pro said that to me today. And you know how much they're making on all those commercials because they're <laughs> the only thing in town. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they have to sell all those ads. So that's why they're not going to pre-record it and do it without because they got it. they're making killing. Yeah, shit. I guess I'll record it and fast forward through it all. There you go. God, my finger's going to be fucking sore. Yeah. My yeah, button's going to be worn out. Yeah, because every two seconds you have to fucking fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't oh, we live shit. stream it and play golf together? We can fucking... You know, and we talked about that. We were we were pumped. We were going to yeah. do the second half. We were going to record a podcast, second half of this thing. And we're going to watch it because, you know, four hours is too long to listen to us talk about golf. Well... 
three holes in, I sent you a text and was like, no, this is going to be no. impossible. No, it to would do. be awful. Um, so, you know, I did a whole bunch of stuff. I watched, I don't know, the end of it. Yeah. You know, kind of, I watched the last three holes. You I know, watched like the first five. Really paid attention to it. Watched the first five and I was like, God. You know, yeah. Paused it, had a bunch of shit to do. Like, came back, was going to watch the rest and just like watched a couple more holes and it's like, oh. Yeah. So, but hopefully, you know, it's going to get better here. We're going to have a lot more things happening real soon. Um, everything seems to be, you know, it's open. It's wilding out out here. Oh, it yeah. seems to me. Um, the gas pedal got hit on Corona real hard. It's so weird. Here. I forget. Like, I forget the restaurants are open. I, I got Chipotle the other, like two days ago. Yeah. Yesterday, maybe. Uh, and like, I, I did the online order and like sat out to wait to like do the drive through to pick it up. And like, I watched people walk in. I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> Fucking forgot awesome. you could actually yeah. walk into this place. It's a weird. Yeah, I think people are going to start realizing how nice it's just to chill at home and get your favorite food delivered. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. But I mean, I was out Saturday running some errands, and you know, bars were open, and there were people hanging out of a couple of them. It seemed like they're they got their tables probably set far apart, and every one of those tables is. I yours. heard sandbar was rocking. <laughs> That doesn't shock me about that place. No, but I mean, but hey, it is, it is one of my point is it's it's gone from zero. Well, probably we were cruising at thirty five miles an hour, and yeah. it went to foot to the floor. Yeah, as fast as we were probably doing thirty five and a twenty five, and now we're doing seventy and a fifty. Yeah, we're ripping, <laughs> and uh, so nothing's slowing down. Traffic's picked back up. Uh, it seems it's going to get back going here, so that's cool. Uh, all right, so this listener question, it comes from uh, Ryan Howell. He's the uh, golf course superintendent of Reflection Bay up in uh, Las Vegas, or I guess in Henderson, Nevada. Uh, Ryan, good dude. What's up, Ryan? I told you I'd pump your ties a little bit, except the fact you are from the Midwest. A uh, huge Cubs fan. Go Cubs. Huge Cubs fan. Uh, big Blackhawks fan. Uh, we used to get into a lot of little gripes about that about our sports teams but anyways question is he says what's up long time listener first time caller (laughs) i'm a superintendent in vegas and my question stems from an incident last fall where a buddy of mine was coming up here for one of the friends bachelor parties i did the usual offering to have the guys come out on the course and maybe set up a little clinic with one of our tour pros the guy getting married wasn't allowed to play golf because his wife is a self-proclaimed environmentalist who thinks golf courses aren't environmentally friendly. Um, besides not marrying a controlling person, we'll leave it at person, um, like this, how can we as superintendents promote that our industry does actually provide to the environment and just, and just gets a bad rap from people who don't understand? Well, here we are to, that's what we're trying to do with this podcast. So this question hit, do you have anything right off the top of your head to answer to that? I mean, first I'm going to refer him to episode two wildlife uh, from the Jingweeds and she can check that out. But then it's this idea that, that we are not environmentally friendly is asinine, yes. I think. 
we have I think we do nothing but promote the environment and environmental friendliness and and anything we can do we're going to help promote that thing through. I mean we've got the we're Audubon certified so it's a a group that you know advocates for environmental conservation where the habitat for thousands thousands of species of animals. animals thousands you know we give them a place to live uh we don't go out killing stuff killing animals no. uh the products we spray we're not just out there willy-nilly spraying the stuff it's a science project every single time and i think i can say this for everybody i know in the industry it's a situation where we try possibly to use the least amount of it yeah. at least i do um everybody i know you know comes down from fertilizer you know you don't have to put out x amount of pounds you know you might be able to get away with doing a little now see how it goes and then you maybe only spot rather than bar- broadcasting it um you know look at the things we grow how much oxygen do we provide you know for i think what do they say well ryan puts in here but it's 2,000 square feet of turf provides enough oxygen for a family of four yeah you know i have a lot of 2,000 square foots in my 68 acres you have a lot more in your 200 acres yeah so water conservation what's what's the better option i mean chuck a bunch of homes on there commercial buildings like i don't i don't understand how what the detriment to the environment is that we're we're talking about i mean i've got trees i protect the trees on the property right yeah. Like a lot of times we're planting more or finding ways to keep the ones we have if they're sick. Yeah, relocating. Relocating stuff all the trees. Time. I think obviously the, trimming them, make them healthy. Yeah, we're providing an environment for wildlife to to live and thrive, thrive and survive. Now um, it also I figure maybe if she's listening, she can listen. I don't know what she does for a job, but she uh cactus and pine. Um, did when I was on the board a couple of years ago, we did chucking that in there because I'm trying to get back on the board. So vote for me because <laughs> I want to be back on the board. Anyways, um, so it's the the economic impact study that was grouped up with the uh, University of Arizona helped us out with this. And we did brought all the numbers for what golf brings in to the state of Arizona. $3.9 billion. Arizona golf industry total economic contribution um, provides 41,000 jobs here in Arizona, uh, 1.5 billion in labor income. So we're talking some bringing some money in. Yeah. Um, 72 million in state and local taxes, uh, 2.1 billion in real estate premiums. Uh, for residents, that's just on golf courses, not just around neighborhoods. So there's even more there. Um, and for the environmental impact that we cause, 1.9% of Arizona's fresh water is used on a golf course. What's 1.9% of this Yeti filled with a drink with ice? <laughs> Suck on that, Andy. Less than the sip. <laughs> So not that much. I think we're doing more. Um, every year I get better. Every year I would say you get better. Every year I think we all get better. Yeah. One is 
it's not so much that we're being forced in. It's because we want to. You know, the water issues that we have out here. Some will say we're being forced into it. There isn't anybody here that really wants to just go out and chuck more water just for, you know. I mean, I, I would say on the other side, we re, I repurpose water. We use yep. gray water, water to flush down the toilet, re, you know, reclaimed water, and I chuck it back out on the golf course. It's now filtered through the soil, and when it makes it back to the groundwater, it's probably pretty safe to drink. Yeah, it's clean. Yep. Yeah. So just a couple things that we do on the golf course as superintendents to help out with the environment. And I hope that she can understand that at some point. You know, I don't want to sit there and bag. We want to teach. Yeah, you know, that's what we're trying to do. It's pretty random to allow somebody to go to Vegas <laughs> and not go golfing. Well, I know the golf course is the problem. Yeah, in your in your bachelor, <laughs> yeah, for your you bachelor can go to Vegas, party. but you better not golf <laughs> <laughs> for your bachelor party. Okay, okay, I guess we're not golfing. Okay, you know, Jesus, what? it's the yeah, that's a wild, wild thing to be pissed at. So what did, you know, what did she get to go do or couldn't do? What's your response to that? When your <laughs> wife says you can go to Vegas, but you can't go golf because I don't think it's environmentally friendly. What do you say that you can't do? That nothing. She can't do? Yeah, nothing. I don't like, she just ripped my heart out. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. already killed me. I'm yeah. dead. I don't know what else to say. About face on the altar. <laughs> yeah. And or, or like, beeline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't Can golf peace? yeah you can't golf oh you can't marry <laughs> goodbye <laughs> so this weekend you can't marry if i can't play golf <laughs> yeah can't play golf. i don't know how i'd answer that but um so thanks there ryan you do have a follow-up question uh and this is a jab at me for sure uh follow-up question from matt do you feel boston sports are heading in into a slump TV 12 leaving Celtics rookies haven't really lived up to their potential Bruins Chara Rask and Marshawn are all getting old as balls Red Sox and Alex Cora getting caught up with the cheating scandal um no I don't think they're headed for a downslide um the Bruins for one they probably have top five player in the league right now in Pasternak uh, oh, you forgot about Patrice Bergeron. Ever heard? <laughs> yeah, Patrice Bergeron. He's getting old too, but I don't. He doesn't take a beating. You know, he's done with getting hurt. He's maybe um, probably the best two-way player in the league. Probably, um, but I think Ryan's question is: Do I see it coming for the future? Yeah, I think at some point, yes, because every team falls. You know, your Chicago Bulls. No, 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 not no, yours. No, I'm no, this wasn't Ryan. about me. We I'm were talking this about, not talking, about it. Didn't talking hear, to Ryan. No, no I don't. No, I'm talking to Ryan. His Chicago Bulls don't took a dive. No, no we um, already talked about it. His Cubs, dude, one and done. One and done. One and done. One and done. Yeah, one and done. Ah, but anyways, Celtics. I think they're they're not going to win this year. Obviously, they're not going to have a championship. But I think that you could throw the Lakers and the Bucks into the championship right now the way the league's going. So it's a two, two horse race. So do I think it's a slump of championships? Yeah, but they'll be in the higher end of the East here for a couple of years. What are they going to do about quarterback? Um, Pats, obviously. We'll see. I think they go back to, I think they trade for Aaron Rodgers. No, <laughs> no. Um, 
I mean, I'll take him. I mean, sure. You think? But, I mean, what you'd have to give up to get that guy um, would be a lot. Uh, but I don't think they're going to slump. No, they, they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. That I can easily say. Um, they're going to make the playoffs? Yeah. Win the AFC East? <sighs> Buffalo's going to be a tough out. Um, how, so, how much that hurt you to say? I'm a realist. It's a long run, man. Yeah. 20 years is a long time. At some point, you know, I watched the 49ers. They were awesome when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. They went to dog shit. You know, I realize it comes and goes. I'm a realist. Am I happy about it? Fuck no. But can I sit here and say? You're spoiled. No, dude, I grew up in a time when they were all dog shit. You know, the Red Sox were horrible. I am a Chicago Cubs, Chicago Bulls. Chicago Blackhawks fan. Mm-hmm. Chicago Bears. Ooh. Don't fucking come at me with, it was rough. <laughs> Don't fucking come at me with, it was rough. I'm just saying, I'm a realist and, you know, you get your ups and your downs. So, but I don't think it's as bad as what Ryan's hoping I was going to say. Or he was probably really hoping for me to pump him up of like the four, nothing's gonna change. Of of the four, what do you see? What do you think is gonna be the Bruins worst? Bruins will win the Stanley Cup. Bruins were going to win the Stanley. They were. Cup this no, year. I'm saying which which downfall is gonna be the worst? The Red Sox. Sox. Yep. Because of Cora. Uh because of the organization. Um, I think those owners are bags of shit. Uh, they can leave anytime. I'm afraid. I'm a big Liverpool fan. They own them. I see they're top of the league right now. I'm afraid the same thing's going to happen. They're going to get above water or underwater with money and everything else, and they're going to buy championships. Those guys were, weren't those guys connected to the Marlins when they bought theirs? Um, I think one of them was anyways. Really? Yeah, so that's their MO. You just pump in a ton of money and buy a championship, you know, and then bail. That's how I see them going. Um, and the other thing, the other reason why I think they're bags of dicks is they own the Boston Globe. And well, John Henry does. And he buries the Bruins, the Sox, and the Pats. They're in your town, dude. When that, that clown can't figure out that, I mean, a very crazy passionate, I'll say the most passionate because I'm one of them. You know, there are other ones that are just as passionate. I understand that. I'm not getting into an argument about it. But when that city is raging and those four teams are winning, there's not a better place. There's not a better place in the country on a spring or fall day when all those teams either just won. You know how Chicago, how awesome was that place when the Cubs, you know, things are great. The whole town is buzzing. I would say a Tuesday night in my garage. Pretty fucking solid, so... Yeah. We're buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> We're cruising right now. But, you know, I just think that you got to be a team in that city or any city and work together. And I just think that that's bullshit that he buries those teams. He, yeah. He shits on the Patriots. Shits on Robert Kraft. You know? It's insane. And it's crazy. You know? So, fuck him. And he's going to get his when he's there so overloaded with money you know they're hurting they gotta wait a couple years for all i think they're still gonna pay pedroia they still owe pedroia they're still paying manny ramirez they're still they're paying david price 
and he's pitching for another team. Like, I get you're paying some of these players that are done. You know, it's almost getting paid back for what you did. Um, but those are smaller contracts than what you're paying to possibly, the goal is to face him in the end of the season. You know, you make it to the dance, they make it, and now you're facing a dude you're paying. It's crazy to me, you know? Rough. So that's my rant about those guys. Um, so there you go, Ryan. I don't think they're going to fall. I think they're going to cruise right along here. It's going to be a down. No rings. Stanley Cup, they would have won it. I can but firmly believe. May. Yeah, but I don't know. I'll throw an asterisk next to all of this or throw the COVID symbol. Make that little, <laughs> just throw, instead the of the asterisk, just the make the ball. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's going to be the asterisk to everything now. <laughs> Fuck, I just came up with a brilliant marketing idea for COVID in 10 years that we're all going to remember this by that little asterisk was all changed. It's a little COVID ball. A little COVID ball. And some you prick. trademark that. I know. Shit. Be worth a lot of money. Yeah, maybe one day. Speaking of worth it's a lot far. of money, one of the dudes that I got into this whole podcast idea is listening to Joe Rogan. I thought I was going to be a Joe Rogan guy. See the deal he just signed? No. His podcast is exclusively exclusively going to Spotify for $100 million. Holy shit. Yeah. $100 million. What's what out there as to being talked as the money? What do I say? So, yeah. So, in September, it goes as they're, ex- they're not exclusive, but they're predominantly spot, spot us. Yeah. Help me hup, out. Hup, 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 hup. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like that forehead guy. <laughs> Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> but Great place, that September Omaha. September 1st, he goes, you know, as the primary to Spotify, and then it dwindles away, and then you're only going to be able to get it on Spotify for 100 million bucks. How many starting years? like this. We got dreams, buddy. How many years? Ah, uh, shoot. I think it's been 13 or so. No, I mean, how many years? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I didn't read that part of it. I could find it. You a good use for 100 million bucks. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Well, keep yapping and let's get some listeners. I think in 13 years, my daughter will be 12. Yeah. Good, dude. Be real yep. good. It's all set up to make 100 million. Swinging the sticks. Raking oh. bunkers, for sure. Probably oh. mowing lasers by We'll then. have our own golf course. We'll build our own. Yeah. Wherever we want. We'll have 100 million bucks. Jingweed Country Club. Nobody's invited. Nice. No one's invited. Our yet. first 100 listeners. <laughs> yeah. First 100 <laughs> listeners. You Hope can you guys come. are still kicking it. You can come. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's going to be great. We'll film it and just follow us for. You guys can watch it on YouTube. It'll be a big snooze fest. We won't even talk the whole time. It'll be awesome. <laughs> oh man well is there anything else you want to cover here man i don't know i got nothing this has been a it's a long week already and it's long week tuesday. it's tuesday i know you know how it goes yeah, i know you get through green verification and i'll start picking up it'll be all right but yeah get a I'm little ready. bit back to normalcy ready to play some golf with you buddy yeah i think we're gonna play on thursday Playing tomorrow, aren't you? No, that got moved to Thursday. Thursday going to play. I think I hope I thought there was eight of us on the on the thread. Yeah. But I think I only saw six today now that I think about it. Nice. But play some bark. Maybe throw a little team together. 
be fun. Whatever it is. That'd be real fun. And it's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah, I know. It's been awesome. Tonight was so, awesome. But anyways, anyways anything else? I don't we'll know, uh, pack it up here and wait till next week, I guess. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Once again, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FJingweeds. And then on Instagram, we're going to go from underscore the underscore jingweeds. And uh, let's try and get some more listener questions out there. Um, Like I said, ask us anything. Ryan, thanks for asking that kind of off the golf topic and get me yapping about my New England sports and my love for them. But uh, ask us anything. We're open up to whatever questions you got. So you can reach us out at uh, fromthejingweeds at gmail.com. And again, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you on next week and uh, later. See you guys. Love you, mom and dad.